Okay, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Open Africa podcast. With me today, as usual, I have Musa and Laolu. Let's just get right into it. So, Uber Money. Uber recently announced that they will be releasing their Uber Money solution. So, Uber, at least in America, I don't know if they are spreading out to the third world. One by one. You know, what's it called? They have not really been making money with this transport of their stuffs. And, you know, things have just not been going on. But what they are trying to do is they are building a super app. A bit like WeChat in, in um, China. And Ope in Nigeria. <laughs> we'll get to Ope later today. But, but yeah, so they are trying to build, their guys call it, they are building the operating system for your life. So soon you'll be able to like shop, like grocery shop, other groceries on Uber, order food on Uber, order a ride on Uber, flights, flights, maybe pay for those things with Uber, send money to friends with Uber. Basically, everything you do with your life, they want to use their underlying infrastructure to power it. And I guess it's from the realization that uh, self-driving cars are not coming anytime soon. And, you know, when they're planning they're doing this stuff, their whole thing was, oh, we're going to be the biggest taxi company without owning taxi, clinical, clinical. But they have come to realize that the people that are owning cars and owning the actual real estate and the asset, they are not daft. Will, will Nigerians be able to use this Uber money? Let me not lie, I don't think that's something that's coming to you poor people anytime wow. soon. Mm. You know, Uber it has never even come here. They have never hinted it. She is when you are road that is where exactly deliver food to you. They have never hinted it. But it's interesting that a lot of these technology companies are starting to explore financial like, services. Yes, financial services. Like everybody's going that around. Yeah, because Facebook's um, attempt at cryptocurrency. In my opinion, they were just trying to get ahead of the. They tried to jump a bit, <laughs> although the U.S. regulator was having none of that. Child, but yeah, and now Uber. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, for uh, for America, this, this is. A, I I think it's a win because the things that are the norm for us here. I know really the norm for Americans, surprisingly. Like stuff like a super app is something that'll be really, really big. Because ecosystems, like ecosystem businesses tend to really thrive there. I mean look at how Apple is doing, like yeah. they just built a world garden and everybody's buying into it, that kind of thing. So in in America this kind of it's surprising it's taking this long for people to catch on considering They've been doing this in like China, in Africa to some degree, or people have been trying to do this outside, you know, the shores of them. But then again, have you have seen the way iMessage works? You should know that these people don't really have sense. But I mean, what's every other messenger is like significantly more advanced than iMessage? Yeah, yeah. much better. And it's because and they've not even given it one thought of improving. Like you can't reply specific. Line, line of text yeah yeah your group chats are just messed up yeah but yeah. if you look at whatsapp telegram telegram it's miles ahead and it's funny because even though you talk to americans about whatsapp they just look at it's like oh that's what you used to communicate to your overseas friends you know 
But that's the arrogance of America. Yeah, it's the, I guess it's the arrogance of America of Americans that made them not see something like this. Because it does, I mean, much earlier. Yeah, I mean they're comfortable where they are. So. It's like this, in fact this week, uh, JP Morgan is doing this wallet thing for fintechs, mm-hmm. where if you have like something like an Uber, like an Uber for instance, they create like a virtual account for you, for like this Uber money thing. Mm-hmm. Slam dunk for them basically because they can power it. You can power it. Yeah, and this Providus like has been doing. Providus did this like earlier this year. Then they did for carry wise, uh, carry wise, yeah. piggy bank. Even I think Bitcoin does as well. Yeah, uh, with money five and so that kind of thing is has been in Nigeria. And later you guys will see that we are behind and we are in the Stone Age. I think in terms of financial services, we can all agree that Nigeria is pretty. Well, Victor Asemota doesn't agree with you. Well. He said he saw Android imports in Togo and we don't have it in Nigeria. Well, is, that what, is that what he said? He said, you don't realize how much of our regulation has set us back in Nigerian payments until you are in Togo and see the telco agents using the Android imports we wanted to introduce in Nigeria but was shut down. Nothing is practical in Nigerian payments except for protecting the banks. Just for the record. There's Android Impulse in Nigeria. There has been for a while. Yeah, there's, there's been, to be fair. And actually, you know, speaking of Android Impulse, I've seen lots of providers. <laughs> there has yeah, been for a while. It's about. I'm even pro- looking for suppliers. So if you are on listening to this podcast and you're a supplier of that Android Impulse, please let me know. I'm trying to. But just for the record, we have. Let's rate Nigerian payments and financial services small. Where we don't have any senses in fiscal and monetary policy and complex financial instruments, which we really don't do. But the, the basics, payments. This guy saying that also called that we don't have Android Impulse. Because no, let me just understand. That's a very ignorant statement to make. That we don't have in Nigeria. I think or it's just a personal we didn't, bias. We didn't speaking. have then. I don't know. I think maybe he wanted to bring it in at some point and maybe someone didn't. Allowed. Yeah, or, or if you, something. Uh, you've, you've gone out, you've seen it now. Even um, that access of Diamond Bank. Yeah, Jumia used to have those small attachments to yeah. phone. Yeah. The card reader with an app on the yeah. phone. Well, I mean. I mean, there's probably some context to to his rants because well, it was a tweet. You know the thing with Twitter? You can't really give the full rant. So. Yeah, it's 180 characters. Yeah. Alright. We'll move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rice Capital, they announced their, well, that the, the waiting list is now open. They have not launched, they have they announced. Launched. Yeah, they have announced, announced their waiting list. That's a, yeah. a different level. So basically, Mr. please. So Rice, it's like bamboo and not like bamboo. So they all belong in the same bamboo. What does Rise do? Say we have this now so they basically allow allow you invest in in American securities and American real estate and all that. But the thing, maybe I'm biased because I know the founder of Rise. It is approached from a financial services professional standpoint. So they see themselves as they can potentially be like a hedge fund. Mm. So the reasoning behind it, I mean, while the marketing might be oh. Nigeria is bad, don't put your money. Nosa lost 6k on 20k kind of stuff. But the the underlying thing is that it's not a tech guy that is building this thing, it's a finance a guy that's worked in finance for a while. And for him, the way he sees it is that 
because they so there's this thing they he had a startup right before this called Cash Estate that has now become Rise, and it was basically he he get money from like Nigerians and invest in real estate in America. Yes. Okay, oh, where everybody yeah yeah, it's, yes. yeah mm. where everybody owns a little yeah yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so that yeah. was that was how it was with Cash Estate, and yeah. even before that he used to have like a Telegram group of people like you invest in like american stock but there'll be like monthly meetings where everybody discusses investment strategy so he has been building it more like a fund so his approach to it is now that he's involving technology in this before there was no real technology it was just everybody you transfer money to him you have you can you sort you out he shows you this is what these are assets under management this is how much we've grown kind of stuff so his approach is very different so that for one it's one business that i hope succeeds because i like the way he's coming at it from is because mm-hmm. for me i've complained about how they just tell you buy stock in google buy stock yeah. in that and they don't help you well you're on your own so even if you if you lost 10k in nigerian stock market you can still lose that same 10k in by American yourself but this one is more hey this is the portfolio this is what we are doing like maybe like a mutual fund perhaps for real estate for, for, for like so i mean looking at their website says they have real estate stocks and venture yeah. interestingly all maybe say for the real estate but all risky yes <laughs> i mean they're, they're all they're all risky <laughs> yes but is there you're not going i don't you're not going I mean, out to invest they, in the google yourself yeah you're investing in a fund that invest in these things so they have yeah. like their risks are managed yeah risks are managed exactly. and it's like a I'm proper certified finance guy that's yeah. like managing yeah. the portfolio so that's the big difference that's one yeah. reason why I'll, I'll put my money in a traditional asset manager than a you know there's some guy that writes code yeah and tells you he has figured out an algorithm for trading uh, Cause I mean, the guy doesn't even bath, so I would even know what to invest in. Well, well, well. Do they bath in your Don't make it seem as if I'm bullshit. <laughs> Please proceed. On to bigger news. Um, Capitec Bank has hit 13 million users in South Africa. I'm that sure. Is... I'm sure the, the big banks in SA are sweating. Yes. Sweating. And they serve six point. So out of the 13 million, six million use branches. And about another 6.5 million, according to this article, are served through digital channels, which is the dream for all financial services organizations yeah, now. Because digital services helps you to manage your cost. Yeah. Cost means yeah. your bottom line looks better. Capital has ugly, ugliest website. <laughs> but that's besides but the they're point. Doing they are one of my favorite banks in the world mm-hmm. because it is so stripped down. I mean, even now they're adding stuff. At the beginning, it was a spending account. And a loan. In fact, it was a it was a loan, and a spending ac- and a savings account. It was very simple. Shai. It wasn't like all those. You know how in Nigeria is maybe it's a tier one account, but they bundled it and packaged it like fifty times and called it different twenty names. different names. But underlying is something it. create account and create yeah, expand mean, youth. Exactly. So, so, so you know, I've been trying to push this agenda where you literally get on the website. Like I'm looking at the Capitec website. It's literally transact, save, insure credit yes that's all people fact, do that insured thing, that insured thing is 
yeah. recent. Yeah. Before it used to be transact, save, save and credit. It was like, all, like get a loan, save money, spend money. And and that was like and it's, and that, that was, was it. it. That was it with Capitec. They, they didn't make it confusing for the because to be in in all honesty, that's something that many banks in Nigeria get wrong. Yeah. And even I've seen a couple of fintechs who getting in on that cruise where they are just naming things all sorts yeah. and just like throwing because, some funky marketing yeah. branding graphics thing. Because the thing is that when a customer also to a branch, it's either they want like literally they want to do one of these three or four things. They don't care what the name of the product is. Yeah. The point is can you just give me something that will do the job? I think yeah. it's internal egos that, yeah. that leads to all these funky names. Because yeah. really, customers don't really care. And it's care. the same rubbish packaged different ways. I mean, same, yeah. basically the well, same thing. When, packaged I, when, I, was, when, I, was, when I worked in the bank, uh, there was one time they brought a product paper for a savings product targeted at the youth. And I was reading it and I was like, this is a tier one account. Like, why are you repackaging it? Repackaging it. You have. It's your own account that exists if I walk into the branch. Why are you now calling it Campus Edge? I'll be Campus Boost or something yeah. stupid and say, oh, we'll storm the campuses. We'll Why allow them to download yourself? the mobile app. I was like, it's your own account that can download the mobile app. What are you saying? Like, you make yeah. everything unnecessarily complicated yeah. and they don't yeah. understand. Yeah. Now you can strip down. I mean, not even trying to toot my own horn. That's like something that we're even trying to do at CUDA as far as making financial services accessible. It's like, you have a spending account. You can save and you can get credit. Simple. It's simple as that. That's what people come to banks for. And that, like, it's ca- oh, like I love Capitec so much. Apart from the fact that website is ugly, but even the ugliness it's of the website, it is, it is simple. Like, it's to the point. Like it only just login. It's like tra- it's like four boxes: transact, save, credit, insurance. Click yeah. the one you want. Start your journey. Yeah. And yeah. one thing, even when they, because not in South Africa, a lot of their stuff was. Most of their financial services was built towards. They are very good with private banking. Yeah. Their private banking is and excellent wealth, and, wealth and wealth management. I think a lot of that's because you know, the banks were built for the white people and not really the blacks. For the whites. I mean, to be fair, when the black people in South Africa started start having being, money and start having property, money, it's not like '94. The one was when the Mandela came out. Anyway, but like, <laughs> black black wealth is very. Recent, it's yeah. not even generational. Most people are first, still the first generation, first generation yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And the traditional banks in SA were, stro- were built for the guys that had money, so you could get you know, bespoke services as like, yeah. like they have Investec is like strictly a like private banking thing. Like, you, who does you can't find that? Like, to sort of buttress your point about this black wealth being a recent thing. Uh, last year, January, I was in Joburg for something and we drove past some fancy school like this um, on our way to where we're going to and we like cause the the walls weren't like concrete walls it was just like a wire mesh thing so we're looking at the students and it was just predominantly white like predominantly white kids and then you see one token black, black kid and then white kids again and then one token black kid but it was in a very expensive part of um, Joburg like a very well-to-do part and i'm like ah interesting so yeah nosa has a point the, the black wealth is still very new yeah I'm, I'm trying to remember because when it launched the first time it was like they had one loan and it was i think it was like a five five thousand rand loan or 
3,000 rand loan. I'm trying, it was very, was like a very basic loan. Like imagine a bank that was offered, you started out giving a 50k loan. Mm-hmm. And that was it. It was a loan that most banks, was too low for the, the traditional banks. And when it's, and most of the traditional, the big, the big four, the big five, the big three banks in SA were like, oh, okay, these guys are just like some small upstarts. Yeah. And the last five years, they've grown ridiculously fast. Now, Sorry to cut you off, but Capitec has acquired some business banks. Mercantile. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean they've solidified their personal banking game. Again, right? Now they want to kill yeah. ah, nice. Because yeah. what's like these are challenger banks that I these are challenger bank stories that I like to hear, yeah. to be honest. Banks that are challenging and doing it. Yes. Like, it's cha- not just, real challenges, it's not, not just, just raising release, money and pressure. You know, a lot a lot of South African banks have said this in the last two, three years they've all been doing like digital transformation, mm. digitizing their process. It's because a lot of it was tension them now. A lot of it because of capital look at their personal like if you click on credit as a personal person it's clear personal credit credit card credit facility home loan or you go down and there's credit tools where you can calculate like people don't offer customers these basic things you now have to come to a branch they'll send you the calculator or they'll they'll do your rm has to sit down next to you and do the calculator because you're an idiot and you can't do it because they've simply just not simplified it for customers to actually do these things themselves and know what they can access so they save themselves that trip to the branch or whatever we're still very no, i don't it's, know it's, it's, that is the bank i really love so before even before i joined kuda i started doing this i was like this is probably what carbon pay data is going to do mm-hmm. i mean i don't even, i don't know what their long-term strategy is but i was like this just sounds like the way capital started because pay tries to do like I think was it a 20k loan or something like a very small loan. Yeah. Then now they've added transfers. Now they're trying to get license, that kind of thing. It's 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 supposed to be straightforward. It's like banking should not be complicated because yeah. I guess the older banks just plateaued and they they're just looking for things to jazz it all. On this whole banks platooning and people trying to jazz things up. Okay, okay seems to be playing a game. Oh, where they're trying to they're, tra- like, they're, they're entering financial services without saying they're doing financial services like I hate OP but I like OP but I swear, I'm starting to hate them you know what I mean <laughs> like, this, 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 this is do you see then what's it called they've gotten they've gotten like a money transfer license license yeah. from so now from they CPM. can receive they can do international remittance yeah basically. basically so and remittance the remittance business in Nigeria is massive yeah massive. because we have so many people in diaspora yeah. that send money back to relatives and co everybody is sending 50 dollars here and, and then there. we have so many students in diaspora that their parents need to send money to that banks are doing anyhow <laughs> like you know the the conventional method and that's one area of of financial services that that people really need to to look at the conventional means of of like bank to bank FX transfer is, as far as I'm concerned, given the level of technology that we have in the world today, is too expensive. And it is too expensive because Nigerian banks charge a fee, mm-hmm. and then the foreign banks as charge well. And there are those foreign wait, banks, wait, if you see their own charges, it's like it's wild. Western Union and MoneyGram are businesses as big as this because. Yeah. 
wire transfer only makes sense if you're sending if you want to yeah, but it doesn't, doesn't work right now with the with the fx regime in nigeria i'm not even sure you can like send naira out and then it will i mean no. sending naira out no. sending naira, even that is sending, different so that, even, is, that is in nigeria even problem. sending dollar within nigeria minimum you're gonna pay like 25 dollars isn't it yeah because money first it has goes to, to new york be, and come back yeah like, or maybe came out or somewhere some confirmed or settlement bank yeah. offshore like i given the level of technology i it's something that i think should be much cheaper because there are a couple of fintechs who are solving this this um, problem of remittance and the sooner like banks and other players wake up to this threat the better it is for them and not the, a because the people sending money back home from diaspora you're not sending thousands of dollars mm-hmm. like yeah, so you can't be yeah. just really yeah. like a wire transfer. You just want yeah. to send like your mother and the village hundred dollars every month. Yeah. And if you are sending it to her and she has to go to Western Union to now claim it. I mean she has thank God for world remit and and, and cool that will at least settle into your Naira account. Well, you know even all this world remit and transfers and cool, they still feel very much out of it almost feels like they're built for somebody else. Like they built for the enlightened guys. Yeah. Like OP feels, feels like it's in the streets. That you know, maybe so that's why. Maybe that's why you don't like. Maybe that's why you're starting to dislike. Yeah. 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 Like OP, sta- so like the thing is like most financial services currently start with the elites and then try to adjust to the common man for OP started fi- with the common exactly. man first. They're, I don't care about the rest mm-hmm. of them because all of you are banned. It's not your app is such an ugly app. Yeah. Oh, just, just imagine the guys that downloaded Opie to like the entry no card. Those guys are like turn off their data when they are not using it. Mm-hmm. Now their cousin in in New York can send them twenty five dollars light work. Mm-hmm. Ah, so they are open wallet. Say, mm-hmm. bros, please pay for this man Okada, and you just wise. And then I I hear that even in northern Nigeria they are using it to pay for KK. Yes. Yes. See. <laughs> I don't know. I'm starting to hate them because I don't know, man. That's the only, that's the only thing that gives me pleasure in this their recent uh, consumer backlash over this transfer fee. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. yeah. <laughs> but for me, though, it'd be, I think it'd just be interesting to see how they transform, like OP. I, I, I'm very interested in their story. Yeah. Even the, this thing that this okay, so this transfer thing was two percent first. Mm. I know it started out ten naira, then they just yeah. jumped to like two percent of yeah. the transaction. Then uh, people just noticed that like, ah, how far? Then they now say, oh, okay, it's forty-five naira for your first transfer of the day. Then one percent of the value for your other transfers of the day. I'm like, that's expensive as hell, yeah, man. Like, what, why can't you just do? Because if you if you are doing it as like percentage of transfer, and it gets they to a point like doesn't make yeah, like it gets. But how are they getting it? The, if you are going to do that, you should cap it at a particular amount. Say, no more than I don't know, seventy naira, hundred naira. So are my my, sure th- my thing is, that? I didn't. I guess I I think is that the transfers got expensive for them because I know agents have been abusing that they're tanking. Their riders with like that ten naira per transfer. The what's it called? Agents agents in Nigeria, something else. They will flog it. I mean, I, I spoke to one guy. One guy said, "Ah, Opie has changed it. Anybody that's coming to them with anything more than ten naira per transfer, they're not interested." 
Because like you people used to pay at least 25 naira like last year. When all those Kudi and Co were offering them 25 and it's like, yeah, yeah. Now Upi has brought 10, crashed the market. So this one they are raising it. I, mean, I, I don't even know why. Is it? I don't get why it's so expensive. This is that it was. It became a. They couldn't cover the cost of the transfer anymore, so it just pushed it back. But even then, so I think wallet is open wallet to bank accounts, right? Yeah. Yeah. More or less. So the thing for me is, eh, this is their strategy of entering the market and crashing price. I mean, obviously, it was never sustainable from the start, and it was a strategy. But then I don't know that I don't know if they, I don't know. I, I I think these all these things that are coming up are now as a result of okay, this thing is not necessarily but you sustainable. consider that this in itself is a strategy, considering the, the how Nigerians can stay on topic for a very long time. Like you complain about something for like two days and then everybody just moves but you continue using it and then you get used to it. Uh, because I can't lie, I was like a product manager, yeah, and. Our overarching strategy was to enter low and then adjust later. I would, I would not lose sleep over this backlash. Oh, I see. I know this was because I know it will pass. Yeah, of the plan, and right? it will pass. But I, I just don't understand why it jumped so much. Like, why did they even just go back to like you know? Because they are listed on Nibs NIP, so they, they they are definitely like what's it called? They definitely have that switching whatever whatever. Mm-hmm. Why is the transfer so much? Why is it much more expensive for them? Why but can't they go to traditional routes? So, if I transfer 500 naira, yeah. 1% of that is 5 naira. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I transfer, okay, if I transfer 5,000, then it's 50 naira. But that's still not up to banks. So, but the problem is now when you go. As I, guess, I guess maybe maybe they look at the average the, ticket size, yeah. like the average size of a transaction, and like yeah, because of the market that they are playing, yeah, in, if you it look makes at sense. the market that they're playing, mm-hmm. if it makes sense. Yeah, if you look at the market that they're playing in, but then as like as we said in previous episodes, that market in particular is very sensitive to any price changes. Anyway, if you're in this market, I just want to let you guys know that Kuda is doing ten naira transfers, (laughs) and that's it. We are going to we are never changing because unlike these other guys, it's not that expensive for us to do. You get these are insider secrets. I can't tell you why it's not that expensive, but yeah, in fact. We might even start giving guys 25. Oh God, please, if Kuda is not going to start sponsoring this podcast every month, so yeah. Kuda is sponsoring this podcast. How? I don't know here. They pay my salary so wow. I can buy fuel and drive here to this studio, aka Furo's Kitchen. Please, <laughs> <laughs> can Kuda come and sponsor this? It's the cost. It's the cost of Nosa's presence. Well, do I need to? Man. Do I need to DM your your CEO? <laughs> Sutan? Please, I'll please, stop. please, please, please. <laughs> Can you, can you <laughs> oh my god. sponsorship is my part of my membership. Oh, by the way, if you want to sponsor this podcast, hit us up. I mean, it might look like we, we are not very large right now, but small time, small time. Ooh, blue. Like, we've noticed a couple of you big boys in the tech industry listening to our podcast. SoundCloud tells us who listens. You so guys are looking for gist. We're saying you, you are looking for gist. You might as well just bring your money. I just want to know that Furu and Lalo are employed by a big bank in this country. Wow. Big bank. So listen to their insights. <laughs> <laughs> so you can understand what they are thinking in the big banks. Because as you are hearing them insult banks, you think they are not. You think they are not. They are not part of the system, but they are part of the people we hate. Don't worry, just wait for me to when we, go up small. When we we'll eat, change things. When, when we, we eat there. the rich, we are going to start with the 
big banks. See, when you are eating the riches, no, so you start to you eat. <laughs> before we go, mm-hmm. in the spirit of cancelling things, Echo Bank to has cancelled USSD charge. Small time Nigerian banks will just they will just cancel all charges and then maybe they'll be collecting payments. Wait, in fruits, the Echo Bank announced that in fruit and they announced that they've cancelled it. It was on the code fintech. Why are they announcing that they've cancelled it? I mean, didn't they come to an agreement that there will be no charge? <laughs> they said they've removed USSD charge. So why are they announcing doing press release? Everybody, this press release, that's the game yeah, nobody you know, were playing this why I hate it from fans. You guys just announced things. Excuse you. And just announced Excuse it. you. CBN told you guys to drop, uh, remember what they said, you should drop transfer, cost of transfer from 100 naira to 50 naira. Guys just announced, yes, from Monday, our transfers will be 50 naira. Uh, and everybody's sorry. like, wow. They are sorry that they have businesses These to banks run. are so benevolent. They give us 50 naira transfer, not knowing that they have received circular. Well, we shall do this. Banks shall do this. Anyway. Or FCMB that is announcing their payroll solution every three, three months. <laughs> guys, <laughs> guys didn't hear it. Those are really came at me on this podcast oh without payroll. I was just looking at him like, I've been seeing this gist for, for months time. now. Guys, months. Guys didn't hear it the first time. They were email marketing. Circulate, circulate, circulate. Put it on pressure this time. Next month, next time, put Niametrics. Business oh. date. Business date. Guy, the game is the game. Everybody will play the game. I mean, how is that different from people telling you they are doing financial inclusion to collect money from Silicon Valley? The game is the game. You do financial inclusion from your office in Yaba. Alright. Well, thank you for listening. And catch you on the next episode.